tonight, God is going to do miracles. I'm not talking about, ooh, I felt goosebumps. I'm talking about significant miracles that take place tonight. We've got to start believing it. We've got to start believing it. It's in His Word. He said we could have it. How many of you tonight, I want to see a lifting of the hands. I'm not talking about you had a little fever that just broke one day. I'm asking you, how many of you have had a touch from God at some point in your life that doctors didn't have an answer for? The x-rays had changed from one point to another, that cancer fell off, that something shifted inside your body, and you know that you were touched and healed by God. Would you lift your hand? So you're saying he's done it before. I want to know tonight, is there anybody that was lost? You weren't born and raised in this. You were a lost soul. And you were bound by drugs, by alcohol, by sin that had bombarded your life. But God found you. He washed you, cleaned you up, and saved you. Would you raise your hand tonight as a testimony? So he's done it before. That's what you're saying. God has done that before. You know that it works. If you would, turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 2. I'm going to read quickly so we can get rolling here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 7. It says, And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went, and they stood to view afar off. And they too, not also, T-W-O, both of them, stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle, and he wrapped it together and smote the waters And they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it. He saw it. And he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and he rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him. And he went back and he stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took that same mantle at that same place in that same water. And he smote the waters And said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elisha went over. Tonight, for just a little while, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to talk to you on this subject. I know this works. I know this works. 
Father, right now, we thank you for what we feel in this place. God, I pray that you would help me to deliver this word tonight. God, and that we would see breakthrough. That we would see a supernatural handed work tonight. In more than just our words. But there would be demonstration. That there would be a divine move of the Holy Ghost in this house tonight. And we claim every promise. We claim every blessing. Every healing touch. That you want to send our way tonight. Night. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and everyone said amen. amen. Now you can only be seated tonight if you're going to help me. Amen. All right. Amen. God bless you. In our text tonight, we find the story of the prophet Elijah and the one who would soon fill his shoes. It is here that you find Elisha with a passion that challenges me so much tonight. And there is a hunger here in the words that if we are not careful, we will just read over and not realize what has just taken place. But it is a hunger that tonight I pray that we too could leave this place possessing. Elijah tells Elisha, I want you to stay here and I am going to Bethel. And Elisha says, well, I'm not going to stay put here. I I want to go wherever you are going. Again, he tells him, I want you to stay here, Elisha, for God has called me to Jericho. And again, Elisha said, well, I want you to know I'm I'm coming with you. I told you when I left my family that I was devoted and I was committed. And we talked about that last Sunday night. And again, Elisha said, this time I, I want you to know I'm coming with you again. And Elijah said a third time, this time I'm going down to Jordan and I need you to stay put. And Elisha said, I am not leaving. And so scripture says that the two went on. It is here we see Elijah take his mantle in his hands. And he hit the waters with this mantle. And the waters split and the two cross over on dry ground. No doubt this occurrence was not the norm. I don't know about you, but I've never been to any body of water where somebody went out and hit it. And I saw the water split and people cross on dry ground. Up until this point, Elisha has not been talked about other than his commitment to leave his home and follow Elijah. But he was there. He was observing. Elijah has seen God do wonders. Elijah has seen the impossible become possible. Elijah saw God provide food for him from ravens. And water from a brook. And when the brook dried up and the food was no longer coming. He sent him to a widow woman. Where the widow woman sustained him. When she had nothing to offer him. Elijah then would stretch himself out. On the body of that woman's son. Who had died. And moments later he would rise again. Elijah saw God bring the rain after a drought. When they saw the cloud that was like the hand of a man. He saw fire fall down from heaven. When they challenged the prophets of Baal. And he prayed to God. And Elijah got to see a mighty, mighty miracle. Elijah got to see God do something great. Elijah got to hear God in a still small voice but Elisha is here and he watches as Elijah does something unusual 
He doesn't do as Moses and bring the staff and put it in the water. He doesn't go and speak to the waters. He goes rather and he hits it with this mantle. And he speaks to it. And this same mantle that Elijah touched Elisha with a few chapters before. He hits the water and the waters part. And the two cross on dry ground. It is here when they cross over. Elijah asks Elisha. What can I do for you? And Elisha said, I want a double portion of whatever you have. Because I've heard great and mighty things. I've heard about all that you have done. And it's not enough just to hear about it. But I'm ready to experience it. I'm ready for double portion of the spirit that you have upon you. I'm thankful, Elijah, for all God has done. I'm thankful for every victory, every breakthrough, every time fire fell on your behalf. But I want a double portion. Elijah tells him, you have asked a very difficult thing. But if you see me when I am taken up, it shall be so. But if not, it shall not be so. So they go from this place of miracle where the waters part and they move on from this place and the Bible says that they begin to talk about other things from point A to point B. But then a chariot of fire interrupts their conversation and horses of fire that came and separated them. And the Bible says Elijah was taken up by a whirlwind into heaven. But verse 12 says... And Elisha saw it. That was part of the deal. If you're there when it's happening, if you see it when it happens, then something good is going to happen for you. Because had Elisha not been there, that mantle would have fallen and probably would have been lost forever. But because there was somebody there, because there was somebody hungry, Because there was somebody that says, I want to see it. They said, I'm going to do anything I can to make sure I'm there when it happens. If I need to be at church when it's going down, then I'm going to be at church. If I need to be wherever the man of God is at, then I want to be where the man of God is at. I want to see it. And so he fulfilled his duty. He did what was asked of him. If you see me when this happens, you shall get a double portion. And Elisha saw it. He took up that mantle that had fallen. And he could have marched on and said, Now, let's see where this place takes me. Let's see where this calling takes me. Let's see what all this bad boy can do. Because I've seen it work wonders. I've seen it work miracles. But the Bible says he went back to the bank of Jordan. He went back to where they had already been and thought, okay, it's time to put this to the test. I could have gone on and just seen what this did, but I've seen it work here before. I know it works here because I saw it here before. So I'm going back to what I know works I'm going back to what I know can happen because I've seen it. 
I've been there. I've experienced it with my own eyes. And I saw God part the waters. I saw it do it for them. I saw God save their family. I saw God heal them of cancer. So I know that he can do it. So now that I have my opportunity, I'm going back to the same place that they were at. And I'm going to hit the ground just like they hit it. And I want to watch God work in my life just like he worked in theirs. I want to see him save my soul just like he saved theirs. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name just like they did. Because I know that it works. God, I want you to do it again. Where is the God of Elijah? He was not taunting God. He was not saying this in arrogance. Rather, he was saying it with a passion. I want to see you move in me. I'm thankful for what you did for him. But where are you for me, God? I want to see you move in my life. I want to see you move in my circumstance. I want to see your hand at work. I want to see you move here like you moved here before. I've done my best to be faithful. I stayed with Elijah. I did what I was supposed to do. And now I want to see you move. I know greater things are heading my way. I can feel it. I can feel it when I pray. I can feel it when I'm fasting. There's an expectancy. There is something that we are right on the brink on. But before I get to that place... I want to go back to something that I know works and say, okay, God, show me again. Do it again, Lord. Show up again, God. Show yourself strong. I want to go back where I know he's worked before. I want to see if I really have obtained a double portion. He smote the waters, and when he smote them, they parted, and Elisha went over. I can only imagine when he did it. He must have said, oh. It works. It works for me just like it worked for him. So if this works, then everything else I'm about to do is going to work. Then everything else I'm about to take part in is going to work. Because God answered this prayer. And God answered this response. And God came just like he did with Elijah for me. And if he did it for him, he can do it for me. And if he did it for me, he can do it for you. Listen, I'm afraid sometimes we move on and we take that mantle and we think, okay, let's see what this thing can do. Let's see if our ways are better. Thinking we're going to find something new that might just change the game. Let me see what else we can pull out. Let's see what other events we can put on that might bring a move of God. Let's see what events that we can put on that might bring in thousands of people. But do they leave changed? Do they leave touched? Do they leave called? Did they leave forever transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost? Don't ever get to the place where we're so advanced with our giftings that we no longer need His glory. I'm not saying that God won't do a new thing. He said He makes all things new. He said in Isaiah, Behold... I will do a new thing. And I'm not saying that God has to repeat himself. He doesn't have to duplicate his last miracle. He doesn't have to do it the same place, the same time, and the same way. But sometimes when things that I've been trying are not working, 
and the way that I've been going hasn't produced anything. And the things that I've been trying are not working. It'd be a good time to stop and go back to what I know works. And say, I've been striking this everywhere, everything I've gone to, and I'm not getting anywhere. In that moment, it would be really good to stop and say, what has worked? What do I know has moved God? What do I know that I've done that has brought a change? And I can go back and say, I know that prayer works. I know that fasting destroys this flesh. I know that me showing up to church challenges me and changes me. I know what God can do in my life if I will get back to that that I know. I can waste my time trying to find something new. Trying this and trying that, that I could leave behind what I know works. Listen, it works on Monday just like it does on Sunday. It works on Thursday just like it works on Sunday night. God can heal you on Tuesday morning just like He can heal you tonight. God can heal you tonight just like He healed you many years ago and you testified about a moment ago. God can deliver you again just like he did it before when you said something about it earlier. That was your testimony. That's what God did for you. You've already testified that he does it. You know that it works. So why not let him work again? Why not let him have his way again and say, God, I know it works. I know that you change me. I know that you can move mountains. I know that you can move that sycamine tree I know that you can make a way in the wilderness because you've done it before tonight I'm not talking about physical Jordan that you must visit I'm talking about a place in the spirit that says I know this works I've been here before I've seen somebody else come to this altar before and God transformed their life I've seen God take a drug addict and turn their life around and call them to be a preacher. I've seen God call a wayward son and a wayward daughter home with their hands lifted, tears falling down their face, thinking they would never walk into the house of God again. But they came. And God filled them. And God saved them. Don't tell me it doesn't work. He's already proven that it works. He's already shown you that He's good. He's already shown you that He's faithful. He's already shown you that He's able. My mother-in-law was five years old, and they were playing church. You ever done that when you were a kid? You play in church in the living room. They had their baby dolls there and their teddy bears set up in the seats, and they were preaching to those teddy bears and baby dolls, and they were singing the praises of God. They would do this from time to time because they've seen other people do it. They noticed that other people did it like this, and it worked. And so they were there in the living room one day, not realizing what they were doing. They were actually taking something they have seen that worked, and they decided to bring it home and put it to test. And they did it just like they saw it. And they would kick their leg up just like daddy would kick the leg up. And they would sing just like sister so-and-so would sing. And shout just like brother so-and-so would shout. And they were in there playing church, having church the way that they saw it work. In that building. Until one day while they were in there playing church. And brother and sister Krill heard something change in the other room. 
And they felt a shifting in the atmosphere. And they walked into that living room and there was a five-year-old girl that was my mother-in-law with her hands lifted and she was speaking in other tongues. And God filled her with the Holy Ghost right there in her living room. A five-year-old. Why did that happen? Because she saw something that worked and she put it to test at home and said, if it can work in that building, why can't it work in this building? If we can have church there, why can't I have church here? If I can have a move of God there, why can't I have a move of God here? This stuff works. It changes people. It saves people. It gets a hold of us and never leaves us the same. If it touched people there, I want to see it work here. We have enough gimmicks. We have enough light shows. We have enough things trying to get our attention off of what matters. And because of that, many of us miss our mantle moment. Because we're supposed to see it when it happens. And if you don't see it, then you have nothing to base it off of. If you didn't see Elijah hit the water, then Elisha, you're not going to know what to do when you get that mantle. If you're not paying attention to what God is doing, then there's going to come a day where you might miss your moment later down the road. Some in here tonight, they don't know that God can split waters. There's some in here tonight that don't know that God can heal cancer. They don't know that God can raise the dead. They don't know that God can truly deliver because they haven't seen it yet. Did you hear that last word? They haven't seen it yet. But there are some Elishas that haven't seen it yet, Elijah. And they're wanting to walk beside you and they want to see God work wonders. They want to see God do miracles. There are some babies and some children and some new saints of God that they want to see the things that you've talked about. They want to see the things that you've told them about. You ought to be telling them of the goodness of God. When we're singing about it a while ago, of the faithfulness of God and so many doors that He's opened and so many ways that He's made, you ought to testify of the goodness of God and tell the young Elishas beside you, you just watch. You just wait and see what God is going to do. Just make sure you see it. And if you see it, you're going to be part of it too. And you're going to have a double portion. We've heard it, but we haven't seen it. We've heard about miracles. We've heard about people getting up out of wheelchairs and blinded eyes being opened. We've heard about cancers vanishing. But I want to know tonight how many of you are ready to see it. You want to see it in your own body. You want to see it in your own life. You want to see God work miracles in this place. You want to see God save that soul that you thought was unsavable. You want to see that one come up out of the water, baptized in Jesus' name, that was a drug addict and an alcoholic and a troublemaker all the days of his life, coming up out of the water clean. I want to see that. I want to see God do a work. I want to see Him save some souls. I'm proud of you, Elijah. I'm thankful for what God did for you. But I'm ready to see it with my own eyes. I'm ready to put God to the test. I'm ready to step out in faith and go back to what I saw work for Him. And I want to see if it'll work for me. I've seen Him split the waters for you. Now I want you to split them for me, God. I want what Paul had. In 1 Corinthians, he said, In my speech and my preaching, 
my words, the things that are coming out of my mouth, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. What I was really conveying was more than just words, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Elijah could have just said, hey, God can split these waters and we can go across on dry ground and walked away. But no, he said, I'm going to show you what God can do. I'm going to call upon the Lord and we're going to see him work a miracle. You get to be part of this. We've had good church. We felt the touch of God, but I want to know tonight. Are you content carrying around your mantle like an accessory? Or are you ready to put it to the test and say, God, I'm ready to see you move. I'm ready to see demonstration. I'm ready to see you do. You've done it before, God. You've done it before and I know you can do it again. We could pass this microphone around tonight and people tell testimony after testimony of the faithfulness of God and the goodness of God. There are miracles sitting among you tonight. People that should have been dead a long time ago that are still breathing tonight. That are still alive by the goodness of God. I look back there at Brother Jimmy Jacks who has been through so much in his life and he's still here and he's still standing because God is faithful, because God is good, because God is a healer. God is able to do it. He's done it before. I remember pastor telling a story years ago. He had a spot on your ear, up on his face. He didn't go shakamo. He didn't pray and call down angels from heaven. He just put his hand on his head and he said, God, this concerns me. This concerns me, God. And in that simple word, God answered. And the next day, that cancer, whatever that was on his head, had fallen off into the palm of his hand. You hear me? God cares. God works. Not he used to work, but God still works. God is still able. This isn't something he used to do. This is something he's still doing today. Lord, just like you did it before, we sang the other day, we are ready for more. Acts 11, Peter's given report of what had just transpired. He said, and as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost, it fell on them just like it did on us in the beginning. I know that it works. Because I not only saw it then, but I saw him do it again. The same power that fell that day is the same power that you've experienced in this place today. It's the same power of God that is moving and saving and delivering in this house tonight. I know this works. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This works. His spirit works. His power works. His grace works. His mercy, it works. Let's all stand all over this house tonight. You've come too late to tell me it doesn't work. 
I've seen x-rays that were taken of my body and something that wasn't there before. We got a call the day before surgery and said, hey, we don't know what happened, but, but what was not there is now there. I've seen it happen. I know that God can heal. I know that God can deliver. I know that He can save. I know this works. God, I believe there are some people in this place tonight that have seen miracles and they've seen you do a work. But since then, we've went on. The Bible says after that move, they went on and they were talking and they were going about their business like any other day. And that's when Elijah was caught up. We've seen miracles. We've seen parting of the water. But since then, we've went on. Since our miracle, we've went on. Since our miracle, we've had to go through some stuff. Since our miracle, things have not been so easy. But God, I know what worked. And though we've went on, I know where to go back to. I know what changes things. So, I'm going back to what I know works. Dr. J. Eldwin Orr took some college students to John Wesley's home. John Wesley was an English theologian and evangelist. He was a leader of a revival movement within the Church of England. He led the cultural transformation of the English nation, a movement that eventually spread around the world. These students, they're walking in John Wesley's home where they walk into his bedroom. And there in his bedroom, there is two spots in the ground that had been burrowed. The doctor told them this. This is where John Wesley would kneel to pray every day. And he would call out to God for revival. And he would call out to God for souls to be saved and lives to be altered. As they sat there looking at this place of prayer. They later would move on. They went on. Going about their tour. Until they got back on the bus. And the professor sitting there and he's counting. Making sure everybody's accounted for. But as he's counting. He keeps coming up one short. He's thinking what in the world has gone on. So they all get off the bus and they all go back in and they begin looking for this one. When they open the door, there knelt a young man in those same two spots, crying and weeping, saying, God, do it again, God. Do it again, God. Do it again. I want to see you move again. I want to see revival, God. Do it again. I've seen the outcome. I know that it works. That young man was none other than Billy Graham. He found himself in the same place someone else had been because it worked. If it worked for him, surely it can work for me. If slapping the water with a mantle works, then you ought to slap every bit of water you come to with the mantle. If washing in the Jordan seven times is what cleans you and makes you whole, you ought to get in that water and clean seven times. 
If pleading the blood of Jesus works, then you ought to plead the blood of Jesus tonight. If fasting kills this weak flesh, then you ought to commit to a season of fasting for your life. If His grace still works, then you ought to want to receive that grace tonight and say, God, I know it's unmerited, but I want it, Lord. If being baptized in Jesus' name is part of the plan of salvation, then I want to make sure that I'm baptized in the name of Jesus. If me speaking in an unknown tongue as the Spirit gives the utterance is a way that I know that I am saved, then I don't want to stop praying until I begin to speak in that unknown tongue knowing that I have received the gift of the Holy Ghost if me getting on my knees and praying works then God let me pray and I know that it works Acts says and when they had prayed and when they had prayed The place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. If speaking the name of Jesus still works, then I am going to speak the name of Jesus. And I know that it works. Today, me and my wife, Walked into a hospital room where the situation was dark and dim. No life. There had not been movement in over two days of any kind. Not a finger tapping, not an eyebrow raised, not a foot tapping, nothing. And we went in there and the presence of God was in there. There was peace. But we went over there and we took him by the hand and we prayed for her, Uncle Jay. We prayed with all our heart and we thanked God for all that he had done. And we talked about memories and we sang songs. No movement. We sat there an hour with nothing. Nothing. Sarah stood up and she said, Uncle Jay, Andrew and Aunt Sandra are downstairs and they're ready for us to come down. So we're, we're fixing to head off. And she leaned down and she kissed his forehead. And I stood up as I got ready to walk out. My wife asked me later why I did it, and I still can't tell you why I did it. But I reached my hands through those tubes, and I laid my hand on the top of his head. And I said, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name that is above every name. In the name, I wasn't saying anything crazy or fancy. I just began to speak the name of Jesus. And I watched this hand that was tied up with restraints. And we both looked at each other and our jaws dropped. You say, well, why, why is your jaw dropping? Don't you know that God heals? Oh, I know it. But we don't always get that response. And he put his hand down and we kept praying and we just began to weep and pray. Thanking God for for something. And I held my hand on his head and I said, Jay, God is in this place. And I watched his eyes scrunch up. And that hand lifted again and began to tremble. 
God is in this place. He put his hand down again and we kept praying and we kept thanking God for what was going on. And I said, Jay, no matter what the outcome of this situation is, this body may be done. This body, it may be its last days here on earth. But there is a spirit that is alive and well that is responding to the name of Jesus. And in spite of what circumstances may look like, the name of Jesus works. Sarah took him by the hand and she said, Uncle Jay, we're going to pray for your kids. We're going to pray that God would see them saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name. They know too much to be lost. God wants to save them. God wants to redeem them. And again, here comes that hand. Lifted up, shaking, trembling. You hear me tonight? It works. The name of Jesus works. If you prayed and it didn't work before, just speak the name of Jesus over that situation. Go back with your mantle tonight to the same place, to the same altar, to the same God. And say, I know that it works. Tonight in this house. We're going to walk by faith. I want all of our ministers to come up to the front right now. We're going to operate in faith tonight. You say, well, we've done that before and the outcome didn't change. Well, things are different tonight. God's already healed. God's already worked. God has already moved. When our ministers get up here to the front, I want them to turn around and face you. If you need a touch from God... And you need a miracle from God. Whether it's salvation, deliverance, whatever it is. I want you to come up to this altar. And I want you to lift your hands. And I want you to receive whatever God has for you tonight. Come on, leave the doubt right at the pew. Leave the fear at the pew tonight. Step out in faith tonight. Claiming your miracle. God, I know that it works. I know that it works. God, we're gonna lead the report of the Lord tonight. We're gonna claim the word of the Lord tonight. We're gonna claim healing in this place tonight. We're gonna claim victory in this place tonight. You know what's going on. You know what we need tonight. 